Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Greensburg. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Decatur County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. It is 1034, and it's time to hear from you at 317-684-8444. Time for your questions, comments, or smart remarks with Kendall and Casey. Okay, Casey. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, let's, we got to start off with our, uh, well, I guess I'd call him our super, I would call him our super fan. Of course, I'm being sarcastic when I say that. He, uh, this guy calls quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, he really, really, really doesn't like our show. Uh, we have put him in multiple liners. Mm-hmm. You know how it works around here. Hate mail goes straight to the front of the line because I check the voicemails. And uh, he has he has been uh, used multiple times because he's very upset with something with our show. And I think now we have begun to get to the bottom of it with this voicemail. It is not me he is upset with. Yeah. It is you, mm-hmm. and it is Kevin. Let's hear from our fan, okay? And then let's let's take an exam, a deep dive on this. Sure. I'm thinking that if it weren't for sound bites and your banter between yourself and Casey and whatever that young man is, you really wouldn't have a show anymore. I really enjoyed it when you were on Saturdays, and you really got down into the nitty gritty. But anymore, you're just another voice on the radio. He does sound like he's picking on you just a bit. No, he loved the Rob Kendall show, uh, the weekend show. I was the fine. The weekend show. But, I was fine before I met you. But it, what he's not liking is the new makeup now. He's very upset that you exist. Yeah. And as you exist, mm-hmm. he's very upset that you and I have conversation back and forth. Right. He's also irate that poor Kevin. Yeah. Who, yeah. I, look, we love Kevin, but Kevin may get an uh, one minute of airtime every day. Yeah. And he's also very upset about Kevin's existence. And he well, knows my name. He just didn't want to yeah, say Yeah, that's it. right. Yeah. And that's so dismissive of Kevin, right? Yeah. God forbid <laughs> that we would talk during a talk radio show. But, but here's can, the well, thing. Before we do that, can we play the call again just to make sure? I mean, maybe we missed Are we reading it right? Be, well, yeah, because it okay. sounds like he's mad that you exist as a human being. Yeah, I, that's what I, yeah. I'm thinking that if it weren't for sound bites and your banter between yourself and Casey and whatever that young man is, you really wouldn't have a show anymore. I really enjoyed it when you were on Saturdays and you really got down into the nitty gritty, but anymore, you're just another voice on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. He's saying that when you were by yourself on Saturdays, you were fantastic. Absolutely. But now that you're with me and Kevin is here, that's when it's unacceptable. Do we know his name? No, I don't. He's never given his name. I'm going to give him a name. Oh, great. I, I think from now on, we're going to, he will be known as Travis. Oh. Travis is the fat kid nose picker. 
okay. who likes to put his hand in his pants. Uh-huh. That's why I imagine his name is Travis. Okay, is there? Did you know a Travis that was fat and a nose picker and put his hand in his pants? Yeah, and oh. and, and Travis oh, is the type of guy who sits in a dark basement yeah. with a death grip on his Johnson while he's watching Whoa. porn. Wow, boy, this took a dark turn. Yeah, and he expects women just to feed him and take care of his needs and service him. Uh-huh. Well, Travis, I have a bigger purpose in life than that. And I have a right to exist and to be here. You don't even know who I am. And I invite you. I invite you to call in. Come on, do it again. 317-684-8444. Tell me what's in your heart. Tell me what's on your mind. And I 100% guarantee you will never ever be on the air of WIBC again. You know why? Half of this show is mine. It is called the Kendall and Casey Show. I'm not going anywhere, but you know what? Travis, you are. Next. Wow. Well, that's... <laughs> I, th- I think you and Travis need to step into the octagon. <laughs> Kevin, I wasn't expecting that. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a chance. I mean, he, you know, he was dismissive of you. Do you have something to say? I... I I mean, I, yeah, I guess come on the show. I like the I like the I like the, <laughs> I, I, like so the nice. I like the liner material. So I I think he should just mm-hmm. keep it coming. That's uh, wow, I didn't expect that. <laughs> All right, well, let's get to the next phone call here. That's uh, gonna be pretty hard to one up. Uh, somebody called about Mike Pence, and you know he's very uh, you know he was very concerned about the vo- voter fraud. Remember in 2020 when he was in that cheering stadium of people from Georgia? Is it Georgians? Yes. Is that what you call someone from Georgia? They're a peach. Yeah, the Georgians were cheering when there was a stadium full of people, and he was very concerned about the voter fraud, and he was going to get to the bottom of it and how people vote. And then, of course, January 6th came, and then he claimed, he spent the next three years basically claiming, two years, whatever it's been, claiming there was nothing he could do, and the people who suggested he should do something are just the worst people, even though just days before he had suggested he was potentially going to do something. And somebody called and made an interesting point about Mike Pence and his voting in 2020. Hey guys, I listen to you every day. Rob, you're going to get a kick out of this. I don't know if you remember or not. Back in 2020, when Pence was vice president, he came to Indiana and voted and used the governor's mansion as his home address. Now, don't you think that's voter fraud? You're going to love this one because it's backed by two sources. One is Indianapolis Star and the other is Wish TV. Hmm. Have a good day, big guys. I love it. He did his homework. Well, yes, this was a big deal at the time. Now, let's preface this because I hate to give Mike Pence credit for anything, but by the letter of the law, it is not voter fraud because, and Indy Star even admitted this at the time, um, if a person is on the business of the United States, they are not required in the state of Indiana to vote in a precinct that they reside in a precinct they vote in. But what it does tell us is something interesting, okay? So basically, Mike Pence, because part of what I've talked about Pence is that he is a grifter. He and the Pence family are grifters and they exist to suck money off the taxpayers. So basically what we are led to believe is that Mike Pence was essentially homeless. Well, you are at some point, Mike Pence. Mike Pence had no Indiana address. When Mike, normally, when you are elected governor, right? I'm elected governor. I live in. I'll just pull. I live in Greenfield, right? You go to the governor's residence 
as a short-term yeah. stop, right? You wouldn't just, I'm going to liquidate my home because that's where I live, unless your very clear intention is I will continue to grift as long as humanly possible and thus I can sell this home and make a financial windfall because I know for the foreseeable future, I will not be paying any sort of rent and I will just leech off the taxpayers. That's, and and three years later, Mike Pence still had no verifiable address other than he lived in the, what do they call it? The Naval Academy or whatever. But this guy was just walking around homeless, living off the taxpayers. That's what came out of this for me. Well, he's got to use something as an address though. Wouldn't you think he'd have had a home? Like, okay, Casey, you're... You're elected governor, and he supposedly was from, now we all know he was spending very little time in his district when he was a congressman because he lived to be in Washington, D.C., and people kiss his backside and tell him how great he is, and he needed the pomp and circumstance. But you were supposed to have an Indiana address, and you know, the Pences are everything Indiana and blah, 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 blah. You know, all the bullcrap lines he threw out there to snowball, to snow people. Wouldn't you think if you were elected governor, you would say, wow, as a Hoosier through and through, I just can't, I'm going to, I'm going to go and I'm going to serve and I just can't wait to get back to the old family homestead there in Columbus or wherever he was telling people that he was living. But yet apparently he either cashed in on that. I'm going to have to go back and look at property records on this now on that homestead and made a whole bunch of money being governor because of that financial windfall. And this was before they had their place in Zionsville, right, correct, wherever it is. Or, or. He really wasn't actually spending all that much time in his district because he essentially had something he could just very quickly, quietly unload, right? That was what I took away from it. Legally, he's fine. He's in compliance with the law. Nobody's assuming otherwise. But it just is another example because then his wife, and we'll talk about this at some point, hopefully if we get time, about how much during our story hours, how much Karen spent on the governor's mansion with taxpayer money when she was in there because nobody spends money like Karen Pence. I believe that Mike Pence is going to be on with Tony Katz on Thursday, so maybe he'll ask him. Oh, I'm sure he'll just ask him right a, right away about a whole, but I think Tony will probably do a little different interview than I would do with Mike Pence. <laughs> I think so. All right, Casey, we got to take a break. Hammer's okay. going to join us next. When we come back, Hammer and I got into a spirited debate last night about the all-time greatest local pitchmen in Indiana history. Yeah. And we, I think, are going to throw down over this because, man, there have been some great local characters over there, some forgotten people. We're going down memory lane when we come back. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.